I just tried to figure out how do I marry the two things that I love most, which is podcasting and candle making. And I'm always in that thought process of thinking of myself as my ideal customer, like and my ideal listener even. Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherline. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. Kimberly Sumter! Hey, Bethany! All day, I wanted to be like, let's go, Kimberly! Oh, oh, but see, you know what? I'm your biggest cheerleader too. I've just gained too much weight over COVID where I can't really jump up as much as I'd like to to say, let's go Bethany. So I'm sitting and saying it. So, <laughs> yes. I don't have the right bra on to jump up. <laughs> you know what? That is, let us not even go there. Let's not go there. But I will cheer, cheerlead the shit out of you. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. How are you? How are you, my friend? I am so well because I get to see your face and I haven't seen your face in a few months. We've talked, we've Uh talked, but we haven't seen each other. Yes, we have not. That's right, because when we first started talking, we were doing, um, we were doing our Zoom calls together and we were doing the face. I forgot about that. You see how long it's been? It feels like it. It's been such a long time. We were doing face-to-faces and we were talking more frequently. But the reason why we're not talking now is because you have just blown up, my friend. Okay. Um, celebrity people contacting me and asking me questions about such and such and such and such. Whatever. Yes, exactly. That was a quick whatever, yo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But yeah. So let me let me introduce you through your bio because I could talk to you all day without introducing you with your bio. So let me just get that out of the way. Okay, okay. So if you do not know Kimberly Sumter, you just don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> oh boy. Oh it's my goodness. True story. So Kimberly Sumter is a podcaster and business coach who encourages women of color to expand their reach and share their unique stories through the medium of podcasting. Before launching Podcast to Empower during the COVID-19 pandemic, Kimberly spent over 17 years as a radio announcer, news and traffic reporter, and promotions director with a successful and rewarding career at major media brands, including Clear Channel Radio, Service Broadcasting, and Radio One in Dallas, Texas. Kimberly now mentors and coaches emerging podcasters with her signature, concept to launch approach to find their unique voice as they craft compelling content for their ideal listeners. The podcast to empower course is tailored for women who want to launch a podcast without feeling overwhelmed by the process. They learn how to build a passionate and engaged community while developing a clear and concise brand message. Kimberly currently teaches the fundamentals of podcasting to students from around the world through the classroom au pair program. In fall 2020, she will offer podcasting courses as instructor, at the Continuing Education Department of Hudson County Community College in Jersey City, New Jersey. Kimberly owns and operates the Wax Candy Candle Company. Girl, that alliteration is real. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. It is a tongue twist if you say it really fast. Yes. And is creating a line specifically for podcasters. She is also a Community Business Academy instructor for Rising Tide Capital, a nonprofit organization dedicated to transforming lives and communities through entrepreneurship. She's the host of Sisters Connect podcast. Yay. 
which to date has been featured in the Podcast Business Journal, Authority Magazine, Izzy and Liv, and on Libsyn.com. You can reach Kimberly at info at sistersconnect.com. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. That sounds like somebody totally different. Who are you talking about? Really, though? Which is wild, because if you are signing up for Libsyn, the beautiful, gorgeous black woman who is the very first face that you see, that's my girl, Kimberly Sumter. That's not be you, boo. Not be you. You know, that experience was crazy. That was, what was I? I had been podcasting maybe about four or five months when I got a message or an email from Libsyn and they were someone there um, who was over, I guess, their marketing department or something. They were very interested in featuring indie podcasters who had positive messages. And I know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasters uh, within the Libsyn circle who, who meet that criteria. But I was so... I was so humbled and just so just like, I just can't even explain it. So sometimes when I go on and I see myself there, it is just like over and over again, it's such a beautiful feeling. It feels so good to see myself there and to feel um, that somebody felt that my content was worth putting out there and putting on display. So that's exciting. And it is wild because you are in the mix of like, celebrities like um Mike from Dirty Jobs and there are so many well-known faces and out of all of those people you were chosen as the front runner you were chosen as the first face to be seen and every time I go on Libsyn I'm just tickled freaking pink because I remember when that happened for you calling and being like yo I just talked to Libsyn And at that time, I was so green. Uh I was like, okay, that's exciting that you're going to be front runner. But I didn't realize the impact that that actually was at the time. And to see you prosper so much from that time when we were like screaming of excitement because you were featured on the face of Lipson to now Wax Candy Candle Company just took off and exploded just from your idea of how to deal with that in COVID woman. Let me tell you something. I am an entrepreneur at heart and I realized in 2020 that I was on a path of um, just having so many opportunities um, had been opening up and I just felt that I needed to keep that momentum and I needed to keep moving forward. Of course, there were times where I felt like just throwing it all in and just giving it all up. As a matter of fact, I even almost thought about dissolving the candle company last year because I was so frustrated. I was so used to being able to have that physical connection and that contact with my customers because I would have workshops in person and I vibed off of people being in the same space with me. It was also a space for me to be able to cross promote and have them create candles, right? Have that target audience, but they were also the same people who were listening to my podcast. So I could, you know, kind of cross promote the two. And I thought that was just great. And then when 2020 snatched that away and um, my shop was gone, um, the space that I was renting was no longer 
letting us rent out of the space because of COVID and the spacing and all of that, because that was my livelihood. And as you know, I left my job to do this. I left my job to take on and to see what I could do in both podcasting and with the candles. But again, the big word for 2020 was pivoting since everything was going to be virtual then I needed to hurry up and think about what I could do and not take all of those years of the hard work that I put into the space of my candle company and just say, you know what, we're just going to go face to face in Zoom and we're going to figure it out. And that's exactly what happened. So now all of my candle making classes are via Zoom, just like this. And so far, so good. And not only do you have the candle making via zoom but you also have candles specifically Mm -hmm. for podcasters Mm -hmm. and they're beautiful and they smell just delicious and i talked to you about potentially purchasing a candle for a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. and talking about kind of like lessening the scent due to morning sickness and stuff like that so it is such a personable job in creating these candles where you can contact Kimberly and talk to her regarding the scents and if you need them more potent or less potent. And it truly just is such an intimate experience dealing with you anyway. But to dealing with something that you're going to be creating and crafting with your own hands, and then I in turn give it to somebody that I love and appreciate, It's just, it's such an experience. Thank you, Bethany. First of all, thank you for supporting me and thank you for bringing that up because I just tried to figure out how do I marry the two things that I love most, which is podcasting and candle making. And I'm always in that thought process of thinking of myself as my ideal customer, like in my ideal listener, even. I probably would feel kind of encouraged to move forward in my space of not feeling like I wanted to edit today or whatever and just burning my candle that was specific to me as a podcaster that said I'm a dope-ass podcaster. Somewhere along the line when I burn that candle with my favorite scent, I start to feel a little bit like, okay, let me go ahead and get through this. So it's just, you know, not being afraid to kind of jump out of the box a little bit and be a little bit imaginative and figure out ways that you can take the thing that really makes you happy, the thing that gives you so much peace or gives you joy or, you know, you know, just kind of gets you going, just taking that and trying to figure out a way that you can implement that in all the things that you do. And if someone comes on board and they loves it, that's the icing on the cake, right? So everything that I do kind of stems from either what I need or something that helps me to move forward, um, you know, in a better way. So that's why the candle came to be and, you know, and the podcast the same thing. The podcast was actually more for me. It started out being a therapeutic space for me to be able to talk to women who were pretty incredible, just like yourself. And um, just hearing their stories and understanding and, and reminding myself that we all go through something. You know, we all have things that we'd like to improve or things that we want to share with the world. So that's really the basis of where the podcast started. And as far as my company with the candles, 
they're therapeutic to me, making them, creating them such a beautiful process. So I have to say that all of this is very selfish for me. I'm really selfish in both of those things because they make me feel good in doing them. And you're engaging, you engage all of the senses. So when you're lighting the candle, you're feeling the warmth, you're smelling that, that scent. And if you are in a relaxing mode, sister, if you haven't listened to Sisters Connect podcast, you have to because Kimberly's voice is like butter. It is just filled with calmness and the women that she has on there, they're so inspirational and they, they just tell their story in such a phenomenal way that you're like, they're smashing what they want to do and it inspires you to do the same. So your whole vibe engages all the damn senses. <laughs> and you can even take the candles and wipe it on your skin and rub it in. That's that's really all the senses. Seriously, it is so true. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I don't know, Bethany, especially now, I am just really happy. And you know, you and I are cut from the same cloth in that we left our jobs like within months of each other. And we met within, I met you maybe two months after I stopped working. So so together, you and I have created something like parts of it is like all this hard work. Other parts of it has been like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. You know, luck, you know, perseverance, all kinds of things. And so you understand how important it is to do something that you are so totally freaking passionate about that you totally, totally, totally love. And um, the conversations that I've had with you have carried me over. You know, in all this time, it's going on a year and a half. I can't believe it's been that long that since we've kind of been connected with each other, you know, having conversations with you and you are part of that clan of the beautiful women that are important to me that help me to move faster and harder and know that I can take the next step. So, yeah. And the women that I interview on the podcast, a lot of them are personal friends, women that I admire women who um, inspire me, whether it's in my personal life or through business, women who are just, just doing it. And you are that woman. You definitely are that woman. So shut up. (laughs) So we got up together and we were like, I, we're crew. We're, we're like stitched at the hip. You're, you're going to be, you're one of my booze forever. And there are so many times where we've just had phone calls of screaming of excitement because something popped off or on the verge of tears of exasperation and annoyance. Yes. And we always balanced each other and reminded each other of who we each are right? and why we're, we're each doing what we're doing. And it's funny. We actually had um, Yana Reynolds from Melanated Conversations uh-huh. on. And she, we were talking about the same thing and she, she brought up the fact. She was like, the wild thing is I have such amazing connections with people from like support and sexy that have carried on. And that's oh how we gosh. had met. Yes. That's how you and I had met as well as we had met Yana. And she was like, these people I know are, are like people that I will engage with for the rest of my life. And I have yet to meet them face to face. Exactly. And I remember, Yana, when she first, they uh, they were putting out their uh, 
uh, cover art inside the Supported Sexy group and was like, okay, can you let us know which one you like? And I remember how beautiful the colors were and everything was just so beautiful. And I remember when they first started and when they were launching their podcast. And now when I look at her, I'm so proud of her. Um, It's just really beautiful to see how far they've come. And I don't want to say in such a short amount of time because they put work into this prior to now, but they are, they have been consistent. Their brand is beautiful. Their messaging and everything is so beautiful. And that's the part that we love. I think especially as, as uh, podcasters of color and black women in particular in this space is really important for us to tell each other that and for us to follow and support one another in that way. So I have to say a big kudos to Elaine with Support is Sexy because she bridged a lot of gaps and, you know, created a lot of beautiful connections with a lot of us um, that are, again, like Yana said, they will be lifetime friendships for sure. You know, even outside of the podcasting space, we're still going to be connected in some type of way. And it's funny because Elaine was actually our first interview and I was like, you don't even know what you did. You created an environment that I still hold to this day as the an environment of a Facebook group should be. And people mm-hmm. are so quick to disregard Facebook groups or quick to disregard online online spaces. Like loved ones were like, okay, you're you're gonna do this? Okay. But the people that championed, the people that answered my questions were people like you. People who I never got to physically hug, but we hugged each other up on the phones and on Zoom calls. And you carried me when like there were because it's to be an entrepreneur is unless you're just wealthy independently wealthy from like some sort of generational means that we don't have (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes it is truly trial and error and some things you're going to adore and some things you're not and some days are going to be phenomenal and some days you're going to be like forget this i'm going i'm quitting all this i'm going to go put an application in to some sort of store and that's what I'm going to do to, to pay my mortgage. That's so true. That is so true. It gets old really quick. Sometimes it can get really old when things are just the, 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 the wheels are not turning the way that you need them to. And you're trying to figure it out in the process. That's what we're doing as entrepreneurs, trying to figure it out as we go. You, know, you need so. those circle core people that yeah. are going to tell you, okay, well, this is what I did. I'm not telling you that this is what to do, but this is what I did. And this is how I got through the hump. So we kind of touched a, a bit on in your bio about your, your podcasting journey. And you kind of spoke a little bit about who you harness as guests for your podcast. Uh-huh. But tell us, like, you have so much radio experience. Yes. So tell us the history of that kind of audio experience and how you decided, you know what, bump this. I need a podcast where I want to talk to black women and hear their inspirational stories. Well, you know, I started, oh my gosh, my radio career, it was a, it was a minute ago. So I'm not even going to date myself, but, um, I, 
I'd always loved radio. I actually grew up in New Jersey. I'm back in New Jersey now. I grew up in New Jersey. Um, and my favorite radio personality was Frankie Crocker. And I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was, he is a radio legend. He was on, um, WBLS in New York and I still listen to it this day, uh, to this day. Um, I loved listening to him and he was the person that made me want to get into radio along with another amazing woman, Shelly Wade, who was a personality as well. Um, but I went into radio really green. I started off on the street team. Um, that's the way you kind of move yourself in, you know, and I built up from being on the street team to answering telephones for some of the DJs. Relationship building is so very important in any field that you're in, but that's what I did. I built my relationships with people at the station, was able to learn from them. And I'm so thankful that I have been exposed to people who were open to teaching me because sometimes people want to hold their hands closed and they don't want to teach you what they know. So I've been really lucky in that. Basically from there, went on air, did overnights, and then did middays, um, worked for a very small market uh, in Colleen, Texas, and then said, you know what, I'm just going to send my resume to this program director in Dallas and see what he says. And he said, come on in. So it was another one of those blessings, another one of those things where everything was just totally aligned and that people gave me an opportunity and someone decided, made the decision that in their power, they would give someone like me who's in market 115 and she's trying to send this resume to market number five. I'm going to let her, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm just going to give her an opportunity. So from there, um, you know, I had had a beautiful opportunity working in Dallas, Texas, radio, um, I did news and traffic. I also did middays, all of those things, worked in the promotions department. So I got a full scope of everything in the industry. When I left Dallas, had a lifestyle change. You know, things happen in life. Not all relationships work out. You know how that goes. And when that happened and I relocated back to New Jersey, it was all gone. Like everything that I'd worked for my career, all of those things was just done. And I was stuck in a personal place where I did not know how to dig myself out of it. I was very depressed. I didn't know what my next move was. I felt that now I'm getting to a place where I'm just too old. Um, I'm moving to New Jersey. I can't just you know, send a, a a resume to a program director and think that I'm going to get on the air. Like, what am I going to do? Um, so I spent many years working in places and doing things that I did not want to do. It was just for a paycheck. I've been listening to podcasts before podcasts were popular. You know what I'm saying? So about three years ago, I decided, okay, you know what? I think I have something to say. And I am going to, I've got my experience, um, at the very least, if it's only me listening behind the microphone, then that's what it will be. Uh, and then I just decided to take a, a group that I started way back when I was in Dallas, um, the Sisters Connect group. That was back in 2013 that I launched that. It was in the space of doing smaller events, live events with uh, women. And it was my way to connect me with the women that were in the city of Dallas. And that's where it started. 
Um, but when I moved here, I let all that go. But anyway, all that came back again. And that was the premise for the podcast. I felt that would be a perfect opportunity for me to bring Sisters Connect back and for all and also for me to now um, utilize the space of podcasting to connect with women. And that's where it all started. And here we are right now. So we're back to this space where the spoken word is so important. We can't do those in-person events anymore. It's so funny how full circle everything goes. So I'm so glad that the podcast is here because this is the way that I communicate um, with um, the amazing women that have touched my life in some way, um, you know, along the way in my journey. And I think it's so important to cite and it shows the type of person that you are, that you are not the type of person to hold information to you. You are the type of person to share and share abundantly. And that is a lot of what your podcast to empower program is about. It's you sharing not only common sense strategies, but technical strategies on how to podcast and how to handle the back end of a podcast. It's not just talking into a microphone. There's so much more to it. And it's right. funny because you and I, we had done, done our thing. We are, be, we are Ben Ben friends. And you invited me into like kind of your beta group. And I remember the first day that we had the beta group meeting for podcast to empower the information that you taught and that half an hour engagement of Zoom. And I think that there was maybe like six of us was more information that I had learned from a course that I had purchased. Wow. Wow. You made me an editor. That oh, course wow. that I purchased. Bethany, what? Oh my goodness. The course that I purchased did not make me an editor. You made me an editor. Wow. Okay. Oh my goodness gracious. I remember um, we did have this conversation before, but I really did not realize that what I shared with you would have been so impactful and would have gotten you to this place um, for you to, to do this and you're doing it successfully. I have to give you so like, I I think you and I being on on, on the path and the journey together in our own individual spaces, but within the realm of podcasting, seeing you take each step made me want to continue to take another step and just to be right there side by side with you, even though we were going in, you know, your direction was, was something, um, you know, different in the space, but just, I'm, I'm just so amazed and I'm so incredibly proud of, where you are right now from the conversations that we started. I remember like the first conversation that you and I had, when we got on the phone. It was like, okay, this is my cyberspace BFF all day, every day for life. Like we spoke each other's language. We were still trying to figure things out, but it was just kindred spirits that met. And now you are just like what you have created, Bethany is incredible that I saw that new website I was done oh let's not talk about the headshots that's another conversation and thank god for that but I'm not gonna get on you about your headshots but your headshots now are the bomb honey bun 
the bomb. So you you just like evolved into this incredible butterfly who was going to be a power player in the space of podcasting. Seriously. Straight up seriously. So funny because Elaine and you are the two reasons why I am where I am today. You, Elaine set up the system in which for us to meet. And you were like my Obi-Wan Kenobi, where if you had to get on me about something, I eat my headshots. <laughs> <sighs> Please, if those pictures are floating around, everybody go look and see. If you can see her old headshots, I said, okay, kindergarten teacher. Excuse me, <laughs> librarian. I'm going to need you to get another headshot, please. Because and I was I like, can't. it's coming. I promise I it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but not only did you show me the appropriate way to editing, which allowed me to then go to YouTube, what you did was give me an understanding of editing. And what you did was give me the terminology uh-huh. that I truly didn't find in that course. That 30-minute introduction allowed me to then go research and really concentrate and focus on learning how to do it better. And that's why I say you made me an editor. Like, if I didn't have that experience with you, I think I still still would have gotten to where I am, but it wouldn't have been as quickly. I thank you so much. But let me tell you, that was back from the radio days. Even though I wasn't using the same equipment, it was still the same in a sense, you know? So a lot of things I have to attribute that back to the days that I was so frustrated that in between calls, in between commercial breaks, we had to take a call, get a winner, edit the call and and put it on the air within three minutes. And I used to be so, oh, I can't stand this. This is crazy. But now I'm so grateful because that skill was something that was just, you know, that stayed there and it carried into my podcast. And I think that's why I'm really particular about sound quality with the show. And that's what I teach everyone and anyone who, you know, who takes my course, the the conversation that I always have is that there are so many things that we need to do. We need to really lay a full foundation down of what we're talking about, who we're talking to, all of those things. But one thing you cannot skimp on is good sound quality for your podcast. You you just can't because there are so many inexpensive ways for you to sound great. Microphone is $60. Get your good Samsung Q2U. I've had mine for two and a half years now or two years now. Thing is doing amazing. Love that thing. Those are the things that are so important and making sure that your edits and all that sounds great. Like, don't just talk into the mic and just throw it up and and think that's it. Like, you've got to edit the dang on thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's really important. And that's if you really want to be a serious podcaster and you really want people to listen. Because this is a gift that you're giving your listener. You're giving them a gift. You're presenting your, your podcast should be a beautifully packaged presentation with every single episode and respect your listener by giving them something beautiful to listen to. You are like, my head's going to fall off from me nodding. Yes, yes, yes. So so if my head just falls off, just continue on until (laughs) the hour is up and then just be like, Bethany's head fall off. This is chatting over chowder. Thank you. So in addition to the editing aspect, you also are the reason why I'm, I'm where I am, 
because you were the first person who gave me an opportunity to work on a podcast. And in that opportunity, when I begged you in your DMs for me mm-hmm. to do your show notes, like yes. a creepy stalker, you introduced me to what a podcast was, how you function in a podcast, how you organize a podcast, how you find your guests in your podcast. You introduced me to the process of a podcast and you were so gracious in my begging because you didn't know me from Eve and being like, okay, you can do this. Cool, 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 cool. But I just knew, I first of all, because you were in Elaine's group, I already knew, okay, we're good over there. But what you when you sent me the DM, I knew that what you were saying to me was absolutely right. It was what I needed. So you changed something for me, which was very important to me. I was used to the recording, the editing, the doing all those things. And one very important element was the show notes. By the time I finished doing all of my editing, I was done. I was dead. Like I couldn't do another thing. And you made me understand how important it is for your listener to be able to reference back to the conversation. That is a part of continuing the conversation and branding the podcast and making the podcast episode live and the podcast itself live. Like you totally taught me that. So I am not offended at all that you were like, girlfriend, your podcast is great, but your show notes up. My show notes were like, visit sistersconnect.com if I had that. So, and I appreciate that. No, I totally appreciate that because now that has changed moving forward for me, literally. And I'm literally going to go back to all of my episodes and really do a deep dive into all of my episodes and really have some banging ass show notes the way that you do them you know, to continue on moving forward. But that is a, that is just as important as your voice as the episode doing those show notes. That's why people need you, Bethany. That's why you're here. This is why you're so important. And another way that you've impact is you're the reason why the name of this podcast is Chatting Over Chowder. So if I ever make like all this money, you're going to come at me trying to get some royalty fees and I, and I'm not even going to be able to deny you. I'm going to be like, I right, girl, just tell me where to wire the money. Tell me, tell me where to your bank account so I can do this because without Kimberly Sumter, there would be no crackers and soup. There would be no chatting over chowder. So, and we do have to talk about the soup that you had, but the reason why the name of this podcast is chatting over chowder at Kimberly Sumter. <laughs> And we have discussed this a couple of times. Yes. yes. Is because one night, it wasn't an afternoon that turned into a night conversation. So it was like a conversation that began at like three o'clock. And it was like six o'clock. And I said, I need to hang up with you because I need to go make my family dinner. I'm making chowder and it takes a long time. And you were like, you're making what? What? is chowder and i'm like i'm making chowder and and you said what and kimberly (laughs) likes to get on me because i'm cape verdean so she's like what cape verdean and i was like you don't have chowder in jersey i'm like i 
look, my bestie is from Jersey. Like, I know you guys have chowder. And she was like, I don't know what you're saying. And I said, seafood chowder. And she goes, are you talking about chowder? Chowder? <laughs> chowder. E-R. Not D-A. <laughs> Like, and I was like, what look, is this talking about? <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. We don't pronounce anything correctly. The damn thing is called chowder. It's a thick ass soup. It's called chowder. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you are the reason why this podcast is called Chatting Over Chowder. <laughs> See, you are so, you and your, you know what? Yes, I am coming for you. If you get big, I am coming. Everybody heard that. Okay, because you're trying to be funny now. But yes, I had no idea what chowder was. And I'm from Jersey, and we don't put the NG on the ends of our words. Dogging, talking, walking. But chowder? Come on. Chowder's bad. At least we say chowder, okay? Chowder's bad. But but yes, you know what? And I got that amazing chowder that you sent me. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you? First of all, I know what I meant to tell you, too. I was watching hulu and i was watching some repeats of shark tank do you know that the company for the chowder that you sent me was on shark tank full of comfort yes and i almost jumped out of my chair yes they were on shark tank i've got to find the episode and send it to you i was so they didn't get a deal i was so brokenhearted but let me tell you something that chowder and that presentation and that box was the most beautiful. It was so beautiful. And then to hear the story as to why the CEO started the company was just, it just warmed my heart even more. I got to say like total kudos, total kudos to Spoonful of Comfort because what you are providing is not only delicious, but I felt so special when I received that package. I, I felt so special. And I thought truly this must have come from Alaska because when I tell you they froze that chowder and made sure that it came intact, I didn't think I was going to be able to eat it because I didn't think I was going to be able to defrost it, but it defrosted lovely and I was able to eat it. It was delicious, but they, they are totally on point. They are totally on point. So thank you so much for that beautiful gift, Bethany. That was just like spot on. I was like, this girl, she's trying to do something. So Sherilyn and I are like, we screwed ourselves because <laughs> we set the bar so high. Oh, yes. With spoonful of comfort. Oh, yes. That we can never go back. To, and it's so funny because everybody was like, I expected a can full of chowder. Not a box where in, in a box of experience where you just open it up and there's just layers upon layers upon oh, layers beautiful. of just gorgeousness. And with the ladle presentation and yes. the rolls. Yes. And the glass. And everything jars. was fresh. It was all fresh. The 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 can of, the bottle the jar, can bottle jar, the jar ch chowder was literally like this huge it was huge. It was this big. The ladle is beautiful. I just used it the other day because I was making some lasagna and I was scooping out my little sauce and my noodles and all that. And um the boxes were beautiful and I thought I want to repurpose these boxes. 
But then I said, I can't repurpose them because it doesn't say my company name on it. It has their company name on it. And that will be really tacky. But everything that they've done, like everything that they put inside, um, it was just such a beautiful presentation. And no, you cannot go back, Bethany. Like you're going to have people begging you, please, can I be interviewed on your show so that they can get this, you know, this beautiful, you know, gift from you. But that is so beautiful. Like that right there is so on point and you jumped out the gate doing that. And that's the thing that I love about you because you are so intentional about what you do. You don't just do it to do it. You are so very intentional and precise and there's a reason and everything falls in line with the next thing. And that is something that is, is so refreshing and is so beautiful to see. It really is, Bethany. It really is. So that's why on so many levels, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited about what's getting ready to happen for you and for your podcast and, and for your company, because you don't have asked anything. <laughs> you go all the way. You go all the way. So I'm taking notes from you, hon. Well, it's funny when I had approached Sherline with the concept and with the idea. We are so pro-woman. So if we can find a company, a soup company, that not only mails soup, but is founded by a woman that is an ally with BLM, that is allies with the LGBT community and they can deal with my foolishness. I, and I was like, this is a unicorn. There's no freaking way that I'm ever going to find a company like this. And I found them and, and I emailed them at least once a week. And like the office administrator, Anne, she is above and beyond phenomenal. She still accepts my emails. Oh. <laughs> Oh, poor, poor woman. She's going to block you if you haven't emailed her in 2021 yet. She just saved you a pass for last year. But anyway, I know you emailed her to death. You, you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> and, and the founder, Marty, um, she is like so sweet and so passionate. And, and it's funny that you say that about the box because you can repurpose them. If you invert them, you can use that, yes, that yellow pattern as boxes and you know with, without the Spoonful of Comfort logo. Okay, so now you're going to have to mail me another box. We're going to have to do another episode. I actually went on their website and I said, I'm going to support them. After I saw, this was prior to me seeing um, the Shark Tank episode, but after I saw Shark Tank, I said, I'm definitely going to support because I, it just, the story was so beautiful and so heartfelt and it made me feel good to see this woman take pain and find a way to make other people happy in the memory of her mother. It was just such a, a such a beautiful thing. And the soup is good. I had the corn chowder and I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't know there was going to be bacon in it. So girl, there was bacon in the soup too. I was like, okay, yeah, this is it. This is it for me. It was delicious. It was really amazing. So you did, you did an amazing job, Bethany. Seriously. I'm thinking about making some corn chowder candles. Ooh, I'm just yes. joking. I'm not, I'm just joking. Bacon candles. Yeah, they've got bacon candles. <laughs> no, 
now we got to do sweet stuff. Because we had to try the product beforehand. Mm-hmm. We were ecstatic because it has seasoning. Because you know. Okay. Yes, I know. That's what I was expecting. That's why I was, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we can do this. Yes, yes. Because yes, the majority of the people mm-hmm. that are on as guests have some sort of melanin in them. Right. And have not a spice rack, but a spice cabinet. Yes. Yes. I was totally prepared to get all of my season things to doctor it up. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. It was on point. It was on point. So give them kudos from me. Give them like big kudos, hugs, virtual hugs. Um, and, and thank you for that. Thank you from, from both of you for that beautifulness. If you go on our Instagram page, we have a link to Spoonful of Comfort. And if you do want to order it for yourself and you, you put in crackers in the soup, you get 15% off. Okay, definitely doing that. I'm going to send that as a gift to someone. I'm going to think of someone that I just love so much who just needs a pick-me-up. And um, let me think about who that would be. I'm going to send that for them as a gift. It's a beautiful gift. I would love to sit there and eat 64 ounces of soup all by myself and trust and believe I could. We're not going to go there. It's a new year. (laughs) I'm going to send it to someone with a bigger family than just me. (laughs) That's what I'm going to so, so. <laughs> yeah yeah so please don't send me cheesecakes if they start making cheesecakes just please don't send it because i'll eat the whole thing that's a whole nother story i'm working on that too i'm working on that on the podcast too we're gonna have to have that conversation with myself okay you're gonna have me snoring on this podcast <laughs> yeah see see now we're getting to the silly part of our conversation see we will be really reserved earlier on trying to be very professional it is the podcast it's you know in her first few episodes we got to be really professional and talk business but oh the conversations that beth and i and i really have the conversation that we had prior to pressing record <laughs> oh and the visual you don't even want to know my favorite is when Kim, when Kim has had truly enough and she says Bethany Hawkins. Oh, is that what I said? Oh wow, I didn't know I said that. Oh really? You know what? So so that's my Jersey accent. Whatever. I did not know that I said that. Okay. Bethany I can't even say it. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm gonna get you back on that one. You put me on the spot. I'm gonna get you back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Truly tickles me elbow every single time. Okay. I did not even realize that was the thing until just now. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the podcast that you do listen to in addition to Sisters Connect because everybody needs to listen to Sisters Connect with Kimberly Sumter. So Jill Scott, I I mean, come on. Yes. Come on. First of all, anything that Jill does, 
is me, fire. Oh my god! Whether she's in a movie, yes. whether she's she's yes. singing her song and walking down a street, whether she's doing fashion. Jill Scott to me embodies everything sister related. Like she is just, I met her. I actually met her in my radio days. I was so, she is such a beautiful person. Like, you know, when you meet a celebrity and, or you think about someone that you want to meet that you just really just admire so much and then you meet them and then it's like an epic deal, like their personalities like suck she is so her aura everything about her was just so beautiful so anything that jill does for me is um something that i will always support because i just love everything that she does like you said from her music to now her podcast to you know her acting everything it was natural when i realized or found out that she was going to have a podcast that was just a done deal she was already my favorites and I love the realness in her conversations. I love her just being herself, her just being Jill and seeing that side. Yeah, you need to check her. You need to totally check her out. But I am, I got to say, no matter what Jill does, I'm I'm one of the biggest Jill Scott fans ever in life. So I don't know if, if I'm being fair. Because again, she could talk about dog food and I'm like, oh my gosh, she is just everything right now. So, you know. And it's funny because whenever somebody randomly has something negative to spew about her, Uh -uh. I'm like, they just, they're intimidated by her shine Uh and her essence and her power Uh because she's so real. She's Uh like, look, this is my perception of what's happening i'll i will share that with you and if you don't agree or you have some sort of feelings about a bounce and she is okay with you bouncing right and there are so many people that are intimidated by that strength from a woman that the only thing that they can do is tear them down verbally or talk about their physical appearance which is wild to me because she is one of the most stunning creatures she is she is her the way she moves the way she talks her inflection her her words like and that's another person to me who who seems so very intentional there's no junk that comes from her and i think that's what it is for me i feel connected to people that have a sense of realness about them especially women especially women who have been criticized, you know, because of her being a little fuller than the next woman or whatever. I think that's all of what makes her much more beautiful to me. And, but the beautiful thing about her is that she embraces that. She embraces it. And, and she is, ah, Jill Scott to me is just, she is everything to me. I really love her. So yes, Jay Ill. It's her podcast. Jay Hill. She is so ill, yes. And she's a Philly girl. She's right next to me, right across, you know, you know, next to me in New Jersey and stuff like that. So I'm loving her whole um Jilly from Philly vibe. So you just definitely gotta check her out and check her podcast out for sure. To me, Jill Scott is like a manifestation of jazz. Like mm-hmm. if jazz was tangible, mm-hmm. it would be Jill Scott. And I feel like that with her 
as far as poetry. Because she's a poet. Yes. She's a poet. Like she's a songstress. I think she's a poet first and then yes. a songstress next. She's able to put those words and the and the and the cleverness in in the lyrics and the things that she says in the poetry is and then puts it into the form of a song. She is just she is brilliant to me. She really is. And I, I did ask her question when I met her, um, which was if you okay, you know what, this is not gonna be a profound moment because I asked the question, I was so nervous I forgot the damn answer she gave me. But the question I asked her was I can't, I said to her, I can't imagine you doing anything other than this. Like, this is, this is who you are. Like, this is what you were meant to do. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm saying this now because I'm not sure if this was her answer to me, but for some reason, I think that she said that if she were not singing, that she would be working with children. Like, that would be something that she would do. I really, that's what I can remember her saying. I could be so wrong because, again, I was so much in her grill and I was so lucky. Um, I met her in Dallas and a friend of mine, um, Dee Dee McGuire, who was on, she was like family to me, Dee Dee McGuire, who was on uh, the Doug Banks and Dee Dee McGuire, um, the show. And Doug Banks, um, unfortunately, passed away a couple of years ago. But anyway, she was in studio with them and Dee Dee knew how much I loved her her and she called me and I was at work and I jumped in my car I left my job I jumped in my car I went I can't tell you how fast I got from downtown Dallas to ABC radio networks and was sitting in that studio and they let me spend the entire day with them while they interviewed her on air that's something that I will never ever forget love Dee Dee for that and Doug for that um, but just to be able to be in the space in the aura of Jill Scott was I, I'll, I will never forget that I will never forget that and I will always be in support of what she does and another another podcast that she chose is I'm here for the food which I was very surprised because me being a fat black woman that I am thought it was an entire podcast about cheesecake or, you know or, <laughs> or recipes or pasta. I thought, and I was like, Hey, this is like a profound podcast about food for the soul. Who would have thought it? Soul. Yes. I love that podcast. That podcast is hosted is and I'm sitting here looking at her face and I'm still like okay Melissa Melissa Ford how can I forget that I'm so sorry Melissa I love I love Melissa too and let me tell you why and why I love her podcast I love her podcast um and like Bethany said it's it's like a food for thought a food for your soul your mind your spirit I love her podcast and I love Melissa Ford because she is the epitome of beauty and brains and I think when people look at her, they think of her as the video vixen. They think back of her being in the videos and all that. Not to mention, I would have paid to have had a body like that. And I'm still saying to everybody, somebody transposed her head on top of my body. That's what I'm going with, okay? But like, she is like, she's all that. But she is such an intelligent, smart, um, her conversation is just... It's so interesting to me and I love listening to her. And I, what I love about her podcast is when she peels back the layers of, of 
of being vulnerable. And, you know, she just recently lost her mother last year. And to hear like almost like the gut wrenching story of, of how much she misses her mother um, and her just really kind of laying it all out and just being so authentic and, and, and sharing that story to me, it just really had me hooked. And I always loved Melissa Ford and I listened to her when she was actually a co-host on another podcast, but when she went off and did her own podcast, I definitely wanted to support that. And again, she's having conversations that are real. She's authentic. Um, she is um, talking about things that, that will uplift you, you know, in a way in that she is being herself. And I appreciate it. And I love it. And if you haven't listened to her podcast, I highly suggest that you do. I'm here for the food. Um, I believe she's going to be going on hiatus again because she's she tried to come back. But she really, really, really is dealing with the grief and the loss of her mother. Um, so it might take a little bit of time. That was the podcast um, episode, actually, the latest one that I listened to um, earlier today. But check it out. Check out all of what she's done in, in her library. And that's why I appreciate this podcast and, and what Sherline and I are doing, because it introduces us to so many different podcasts that we didn't know that were out there that does add fuel and features the type of women that we want to listen to and the type of women that we want to hear and the type of voices and narratives that are not only profound to the to the host, but are relatable to us as well. And that's why I love this podcast. That's why I think what you are doing is going to open up so many opportunities and get ears on the indie podcaster, not the Joe Rogans, not the, and, and, you know, everyone has their own preference of who they listen to and why they listen. But I think most of us are, we're looking at those diamond in the roughs, the, the podcasts that people haven't heard of, don't know about, didn't even know Melissa Ford was doing a podcast, that kind of thing. And just being able to let them be heard um, is, is just great. That's why this is going to be amazing. This is going to be amazing. I still think that it should be Chowder, but I'm going to give you a pass. Now that it, you got all your branding and it's Chowder, we'll go with that. The reason why I didn't make it Da, D-A-H, is because I was like, duh. I don't know. <laughs> people, well, number one, Da is just rough. Just like, oh, right. Yeah, that would have been a good <laughs> That has so much yes. attitude associated yes. with it. Like, Da, yes. why are you chatting over Da? You know, you know how we chat over <laughs> Chat up a soup, duh. No, that's yeah. just so like hinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah, I'm glad yes. you didn't do that. I yes. actually like the chow though. Yeah. And and I was like, not everybody knows that chowda is actually chowder. Chow as they say in Jersey, chowder. You know what? <laughs> so our next segment, which is our last segment, and mm-hmm. I I I have to be conscious of the time because like I said, I could talk to you for three hours and just yes. all of a sudden time is gone our next segment is bisque please and bisque please oh my god (laughs) yes what what is this bethany i didn't know what what is this part of the show (laughs) only you bethany i'm afraid i'm nervous okay yes what's bisque please okay let's go bisque please is bisque please tell our listeners where they can find you and what you're promoting 
okay, I feel so much better. Okay, I thought it was going to be something crazy. I was going to have to get out of my skin and be dead for a second. Okay, that's off camera, everyone. That's not on with Bethany. We go in. But okay, so where you can find me, you can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, but you can go onto my website as well. It's sistersconnect.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-H-S connect.com. You can also find my course because I am now going to be on Teachable at the end of the month. Um, you can find my course at podcast to empower.teachable.com. And you can find my candle company. And I was just recently featured over the holidays. I'm so super excited. I was featured. And I'm, it, I think it's safe to say that Nate Burkis designed for Oprah Winfrey. I think he did. Um, but I was featured as um, one of the top 15 gifts that he was giving away for the holidays. So I made his top 15 holiday gift list. And that's my candle making workshops that are virtual. Um, so you can actually find, um, you can go to my landing page at waxcandy.com. And that will take you over to my shop where you can see the candles for the podcasters and also for the space where you can take the virtual candle making classes. Like maybe you and some of your podcast friends or maybe you and some of your listeners want to, you know, have a party. Just you know, call me. I'll let you know how we can all do that together and have some fun and talk podcasting and make candles. I love that. And what we're going to do is in the show notes, I'm going to not only put all of that information that you just said, I'm also going to put the Nate Burkis article because I cannot stop saying enough that you are featured in Nate Burkis. And I'm also going to put the podcast that you recommended people can listen because truly who you are and what you personify is what women of color podcasters are and who they are. And it is such a, a joy and a treat and my full honor to collaborate with you. But it's also even more an honor to be friends with you and to know you. So oh, you are just Bethany. a diamond and a gem. And I love you so much. And I... You, I love you're you more like my sister. Sisters Connect isn't doesn't even explain how how I feel about you, Bethany. Really seriously, and you know how I just freaking adore you. You know that I just adore every part of you, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. And you really make me a better podcaster. You mm -hmm. do. You make me a better podcaster. You make me a better friend. You make me, um, you know, really. I feel like. I will be disappointing not only myself, but I will be disappointing you if I don't just keep doing what I am purposed to do. So I thank you for that because it was rough last year. 2020 was not easy for any of us. It was rough. And I made my way through it like I was walking through 20 feet of snow. But and at last I, I you know, made it to the end. And here we are in 2021 and things are going to be amazing. So thank you for that push. Thank you for, for your being the beautiful woman that you are in that you are like this with everyone. You have a, you literally have a bowl of chowder that can feed 
more than just one person. No, seriously, because I, I, I watch you on social media. I see you in different spaces and I see how you are this with everybody that you know. And that is really, really, really what I love most about you. So keep being that. I'm going to take this clip and I'm going to just put it on loop for my husband. I'll be like, who is she talking about? <laughs> Do I need to say your name so he knows I'm really talking about you? Because <laughs> he'll be like, so Kim was drunk during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to yell at him after we're done? <laughs> Is he getting ready to get a good yelling at after this, after you turn the mic off? Oh, Bethany, you are bad. <laughs> I think that means yes. <laughs> he's still at work. He's still at work. Okay. He's, he's getting yelled at when he walks in the door. As soon as he steps foot in the door, he's in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, you know what you did. <laughs> a night girl. Oh my God. I can't with you. I love you so much, Bethany. I swear, I could talk to you all day. I know this is a show. We have got to stop. (laughs) I'm going to search on social media, make sure your husband's okay. I'm looking like... (laughs) Looking at articles in the city in which I live. Yes, like, oh boy, here we go. Can we talk about how much bigger my hair has gotten from me laughing and sweating since the time that we started this interview to to now? (laughs) It's grown three times bigger. Oh my goodness. I adore you. I I love you you so much. And keep on being famous so I can say I know the famous Kimberly Sumter. (laughs) You know what? Famous, not infamous. That's the goal. There's a difference. (laughs) Let me Yes, be famous. Don't make me be like, damn, I do her. <laughs> yes. But I'm not associated with her. Yeah, no, we won't do that. We won't do that, Bethany Hawkins. Okay? Microphone drop. Nothing I else can't. needs to be said. It happened. It happened. <sighs> Bethany, you are a crazy girl. <laughs> I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay stay super. super.